think that I may be the voice of my generation. She's the titular role. In the sense that, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it through our gate. Sam, oh my god, another week, another fabulous guest that we have. Very special guest. Very special guest. Um, She's an author, she's an editor, she's a Goodreads influencer, (laughs) Um, she's one of my dear friends. We have Fontaine, I don't know how to say your last name, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Benulski. Benulski. Oh, how are you? Hi, hello, Chase, how are you going? We just roll with it here. Yeah. We're, we're not cutting that. We're not cutting that. We're keeping it real, thanks. Keeping it real and raw. Yeah. How are you? I'm I'm great. Should we squash the beef? What beef? So episode one of Gatekeeping. Um <laughs> Sam, Samantha, McGowan, if you say oh my God, what am I 26 done? minutes and 12 seconds <laughs> in, you claim you are the Fontaine of Nam. <laughs> now what did you mean by that? Well, have you seen Les Miserables? I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is that? Um, so to be a, you know, not to Fontaine explain to you of all people, but, you know, to be a Fontaine of a, of a certain time or place is just to be someone who is so, you know, stricken by tragedy in every element of their life. I think I don't know that. And, yeah, and you know, and but to still... To be stricken with tragedy, but still have dreamed to dream is sort of what I see it as. Okay. Yeah. And like, would you say that you identify like as a Fontaine? As a Fontaine? Um, I would say I am the Fontaine of Nam. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I have to, I have to claim that title from you. But would you say that your life That has, I've dreamed a dream? Yeah. Like, and, and have you kind of taken a similar t- trajectory? Sold my hair and teeth, worked in a factory for many yeah. years. Actually, yeah. But... <laughs> Okay. It really kind of aligns with my life story. Okay. You know, I'm glad you brought this up because this was the first thing I was going to ask you. Yeah. How long have I worked in a factory? <laughs> yeah. How long have you yeah. been to dream in time gone by? For many times gone by. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it. Um, so, like, were you always aware of, like, Lemus Rob? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even... I was not named after Fontaine. Yeah, the way that Sam was like, oh, I'm going to ask her about her name. And I'm like, she's just French. Yeah, I just have a French mother. There's no such thing as being just French, by the way. <laughs> like, that's a whole lot of baggage that comes with that. And that's so true. That's, it's a, it's a, no, it's not even, it's just a curse. It's just it? a curse. <laughs> so, um, no awareness. I, you know what? I, and this kind of relates to Pitch Perfect as well, but I, I'm sorry, block your ears, James. I'm oh, really oh. not a musical person and I don't like musicals. Yeah. So, it's kind of ironic. I've grown up with a name a, from a popular so musical. Yeah. I can't sing. I can't, I can't dance. Um, I don't think Martin yeah. dances too much. So you're in the clear there. <laughs> I swear she does a stanky leg at one point. <laughs> no, no. But she should have. It should have down a little bit. Tuberculosis. Oh, so sorry. But she probably had that too. Fontaine's explaining yet again. 
Interesting. I'm in the version of Lemus that I'm writing. She will dance. Your yeah, fan fiction? That's a little teaser. <laughs> fan fiction, please. It's a production at the Regent Theatre okay. that I'm doing. Yeah. And you're writing it. Well, you're directing. Lemus to Fontaine's Revenge. Yeah. In, right. um, next year, the, the Regent Theatre is pretty much booked out all year for what I've got going on there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, get on board. Who's starring? Well. Oh. You, um, they might be one running for you. Oh. Well, you know, they'll be I our mean, cast. Yeah. Man, you, it's you've already claimed Fontaine. Why don't you claim Cosette, <laughs> Jean Valjean, Hugh Jackman, I don't know, Hugh whatever. Hugh Jackman, famous character. Yes. Okay. So speaking of um, singing. Okay. Fabulous. Beautiful segue. Fabulous Akka segue. So we're talking about the Pitch Perfect films today. Uh, and I heard that yeah. you are a bit of a aficionado when it comes to Pitch Perfect. Is this true? Pitch Perfect and I have a long kind of sordid history okay, together. I mean, I was a teenage girl when the first one came out. Oh, weren't we all? And, I mean, the cup song oh. changed lives. You had your ticket. Oh, Okay. I'm going to take it. Okay. Wow. Oh, performance. You had your ticket for the long way around, hey? I do. It's been a really long way around. Um, <laughs> watching those three films, not to mention Bumper in Berlin. I oh. did not watch it. No, I no. did watch the trailer, which also, I that's, feel like I that's enough. That's Thank enough. Yeah. yeah. You've done more than me. Yeah. I had to see Jamila Jamil with blue Jamila contacts. Jamila Jamila's in. in that? Yeah. With oh. blue contacts? Yeah. Why? That's a really good question. We'll get into it. <laughs> I feel like she'd be playing like a German pop star or something. She sort. is. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the Germans are they feature big in number two. Oh right, they They're German, yeah they do. They? Yeah, the characterization. I would go so far as to say that the Pitch Perfect franchise is anti-German American imperialist pro-military propaganda. Oh yeah, we've oh, got to talk about that. We will get into that. We'll get I mean, especially that. the third one. I the pitch perfect military industrial complex oh, yeah. is real. It's, I mean, I kind of thought their representation of Europeans was accurate. Um, I mean, nasty but accurate. Um, yeah, all right. But of course, there's a whole host of other issues politically that these films have, mm. <laughs> which we'll get into. But the first film, I yeah, I mean, everyone saw the first film. It was huge. Acapella really took off, didn't it? Oh, God, it did. I remember, yeah, I went to Hoyt's Broad Meadows with my dad and brother, and we all saw Pitch Perfect 1. And I, really? I the left boys? I, the boys went to Broady Cinemas. <laughs> what? And we saw Pitch Perfect, and I walked out and I said, I did not enjoy that. But that being said... Are you serious? Wait, you didn't enjoy one? No. What? My, you know, That's like, my so taste sad. is a little bit more refined. Oh, no, okay. You were like, <laughs> I need pitch- to see, I need to see, like, a friend, uh, foreign German new wave. I need to ask you, you were like, Father, come, please. <laughs> you are saying that your taste is more refined than Pitch Perfect. Come, be serious. I, that is so not true. Yeah. Listen, no, I just, I don't know. I didn't, it didn't, didn't work for me. I'm surprised you don't have a tattoo of Pitch Perfect. <laughs> As if you wouldn't. Like Put it next cup. to the Mitski one. <laughs> get him, Listen, listen. James is getting a Mitski tattoo today after the recording. Also, it's worth noting that Fontaine and I did meet in the mosh pit for Mitski at Laneway. Yeah. So if you want to read me, just remember where you came from. I know where I need to. I need to You're check both, myself. Both very sick and twisted people. I'm the only yeah. normal one at this table. Oh my God. <laughs> I've never seen Mitski live, and that means I am spiritually, you know. Sound. Yes. Yeah, you're saved. <laughs> now let's see her live. Um, maybe a cappella. Um, first film I actually think is 
really good. Like, re- I mean, I watched it at the time and was kind of just like, oh, you know, that is what it is. Mm. But watching it again, I was like, this is... It's like a perfect high school movie to me. I mm. think it's excellent. Like, well, it's well, actually... Really- in college, but... Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Here we fucking go. Um, it is also like the most 2012 movie ever made. Yeah, it's insane. The kind of patterns. Yeah. The also, outfits. incredible introduction of the protagonist Becca. She's mixing two one two and Buster Move. I can't believe that like, we live in this world where the the makers of Pitch Perfect want me to believe that Anna Kendrick has heard an Azalea Banks song. She's well, old. She's, she's old. Did you see her whisper of uh, yeah. eyeliner oh, and her, yeah. her black earring? And her, like, side braid. Oh, my God. She... Anna Kendrick quirky girl. I love it. No, she's not quirky. She's sort of she's emo. Old. Yeah. yeah. There's like, a difference. I want to be her. <laughs> I love when she tries to join the DJ club, but it's actually the Deaf Jews club. <laughs> that was iconic. Iconic right word. Oh, sorry. I, th- I mean, that's what I mean. This movie's fun. These movies are funny. They're like, they are funny. They are. I, they, I did laugh out loud many times at the problematic jokes of the time. Yeah. It- oh, you thought that was funny, James? You just said you did. Deaf Jews, that's not problematic. Well, not problematic, but like, <laughs> fine, you know what fine, I mean. Like, fine, just fine, fine. <laughs> The Pitch Perfect um, films do not bow to the woke PC agenda, <laughs> which is what we love about them. Um, snowflakes. Yeah, the snowflake agenda. <laughs> I have to, I don't know if this is like controversial opinion, but um, Elizabeth Banks and um, the other guy, I'm blaming. John Ben Michael something. John something. John Ben Michael something. Yeah. Um, John Ben Aaron. <laughs> John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. I, I the, they're not funny to me. I have oh, to be honest. I thought I I didn't laugh that much throughout, but that the male host, I laughed mm-hmm. at so many of his jokes. Oh yeah. When he's like, like women are about as good as acapella as they are at being doctors and like <laughs> shit like that. I was like, yo, this yeah. is so funny. I don't know. It's just something I I I feel like. Maybe I think by number three it was a bit played out, but <laughs> in the first one I think it was. I was just kind of like they have like whatever the opposite of chemistry is, but then I feel like there's something like everyone on set was like, oh my god, they have amazing chemistry. Like let's just let them riff, you know, yeah. excuse the pun. But I looked at that and I'm like, no, no. You didn't laugh at any point during their interactions. Did you laugh at Rebel Wilson though? Oh, I mean, we'll get to that. I think, obviously, oh. Rebel's, like, a highlight of the film. Oh. Oh. Are you, oh. Are you fucking kidding? Are you serious? Uh, this is, like, one of the all-time comedic performances. Oh. Are you guys serious? About Amy, like, that is... I need to go. Yeah. Sorry, I actually forgot I have... Um, what? I have... I'm so baffled by... I... Listen, even Roger Ebert, God rest his soul, shout out... Rebel Wilson in this film and said Fat Amy is the highlight of this film so are you going to disagree with the most eminent film critic of all time yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. wow if we could trade you two for him <laughs> oh whoa hey, okay hey, yeah. alright hey, alright all right. I think you know Pitch Perfect brought Rebel Wilson to the main stage except maybe Bridesmaids but like this she really this like from pushed Bridesmaids. her into the, the stratosphere yeah for worse yeah but I, th- I think yeah. if you, you know, remember the time, like, her bit wasn't really old by this yeah, time. Yeah, Like, this is her second big movie. That being said, I was watching this film and I was like, oh, I remember every single thing 
that she has said because it's so it just like permeated into the culture so yeah. aggressively. You like, can't tell me you didn't ruffle Idgebol when she gets hit by the burrito and she's like, I've been shot. Okay, that was, that was funny. That, that was, was a funny moment. But like, I think that's more physical comedy, which I think she's better at. Okay. But I think a whole part of her comedy is like an Australian accent. And yeah. Like, it's just not funny, I think, to Australians. I or, don't need to say that. I mean, I don't know what your deal is, but um, <laughs> <laughs> to me personally, um, I just, I, I mean, Tasmania mentioned 12 minutes oh, in. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. Just, just putting that out there. Yeah. How many mainstream films can you say have a Tasmania reference? Have a Tasmania reference? mentioned, yeah. yes. I got, we do have to thank her for that. Um, <laughs> putting Tasmania on the map. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just didn't think she was funny. I don't think I laughed. Once, apart from maybe the burrito scene. Wow. This is did you, did you think her, um, <laughs> her red hat running. that says, make America, America eat again? again. That's what from number you? three. That's yeah. a lot of things. What We're talking you? about the first movie. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. how dare you bring in things from the track three to argue with me. To break the podcast rules. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. How dare you? <laughs> um, no, I think she's deployed very well in this movie. And I think... Like deployed. We- <laughs> Interesting choice of words. Considering. Sorry, I'm talking about number three again. Um, Noted. No, she. I think. I think her bit is. It doesn't get tired here. It. She's used just enough in the movie to really shine, and that's that. <laughs> Mm. And if you just if you We're disagree, today, listen, really maybe maybe you guys are snobs. I don't know. Um, maybe it's like yeah, a class thing for us to be probably. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a class thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. But um, I just grew tired of her, and I think it might be like general Rebel Wilson fatigue at this point. But I was mm. just like, I roll. Oh please! Well, it's it's hard to be in the position of the only Rebel Wilson defender. On this is gonna be a long episode. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get ready to fight. Anyway, moving on. I I do love Anna Kendrick's introduction because she gets to her room at college and immediately sets up her decks and starts like mixing two <laughs> songs together. Wait, I love that like her DJ thing. She's not like a DJ per se. She just like makes mashup. She's a mashup like, artist. When she's like, wait. You know who David Getter is? Yes! <laughs> so awesome. That's iconic. She's like that, um, is it Sir Mix-a-Lot or something? Who's oh my that god. person that makes like the end of year mashups? Oh what? my god. Um, the no, top I? songs of the year. Like, do you remember like back, very like 2012 coded, like mm. at the end of every year, he'd like do the, all the pop songs of the year and like put them into one like yeah. track. Like a YouTube rewind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's iconic. Yeah. It's iconic. She's oh. that version. She's the Pitchfork Universe version of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, she, um, I, her, another one of her, like, personality traits is that she doesn't like movies. Like, she, she's, she's like, so movies are so predictable. Me, like, me, I, uh, <laughs> she's so she's me. Like, I'm like, who doesn't like movies? Doesn't Becca. everyone? Because she's not different. like the other girls. She's quirky. She's, like, old. She doesn't have many friends that are girls. She's, like, not used to being friends with girls. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, like, I don't know, girls just, like, wouldn't get her. No, she's, like, really, <laughs> She's, like, like, really different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, which she is like to David Guetta. Like, yeah. what, what do you want? Oh, do you know who that is? <laughs> oh, you know who David Guetta is? Oh, my God. God. Okay. Maybe wow. you can. Kind of an obscure reference. Yeah. So, listeners, you know. I'm sure that song Google was, like, it. number Google one. Or something. Like, which song? It's Titanium, right? Yeah. Like, that was, like, a massive song. <laughs> I actually saw David Guetta. 
Are you serious? What? Like a month ago. What? Yeah. Where? <laughs> At a festival in France. Um, in France, of course. Yeah, he's. Do you I think hear he's French they're going to sing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, singing sing a song of EDM. <laughs> Stop it. Wait, I, so there's two prominent. I think it's David Geller. Is he the one who was like, shout out to George Floyd's family? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. That was. Yeah, he was like DJing during COVID. Yeah, Classic on a French move. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, he was remixing the "I Dreamed a Dream." <gasps> he should. But I I didn't even mean to see him. We my housemate and I unintentionally saw what? him. So laneway, we were on our front porch, and we can hear laneway. And we were seeing all the people coming back, and we were listening to the last set, and we were like oh my God, this is like awesome. Like, who is this? And I was like, that's David Guetta. Um, and then we looked it up and I was like, no, no, actually I think it's Mark Ronson. What? Um, Work. And then it, we were like, no, actually it's Fred again. But we oh. already bought the tickets to David Guetta thinking that we had been <laughs> listening to David Guetta's set. That's, so then you saw David Guetta. So we saw front. David Guetta. And oh. it was good because we knew David Guetta. But yeah. I was like, we did think he was Fred again. <laughs> Um, and also we've been like bagging out Fred again all like the weeks, you know, cause he was oh, doing all those course. secret around yeah. Melbourne hidden, yeah. hidden yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and it turns out we really you're, had a good time listening to Wow. <laughs> he got you. So we have to talk about the cup song, um, which I think yeah. is. There we go. <laughs> have to cut that for copyright. Uh, no. <laughs> it's a cup. <laughs> um, so th- this went number six on the Billboard charts. It was Crazy. huge. I mean, this, that was the remix. They did like a remix. You can just look at people and tell, like, you have done the cup You've song. You posted a cup song cover on Facebook and in the year of our Lord 2012. And you might be looking at somebody who did that oh. right now. Oh, oh but you oh. didn't like the movie, huh? Oh, interesting. The, the cup song was a cultural phenomenon. I had to put my two cents Wow, in. they switched like faggots. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> that is really confusing to me because... Did you, do you like Glee? Of course oh, I like Glee. Of course you like so Glee. So I don't understand why you don't like Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it Glee doesn't... the movie. It's yeah. Glee the movie. Oh, it's so, no, it's no. so different. It's so different. I can't even begin. I just like, I don't know, <laughs> something about Pitch Perfect. I'm musical theatre, not acapella. There's a very strong divide right. there. Yeah. Actually, I think well, I support that theory Thank because you. I don't like acapella. but I love acapella Stop. 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 I'm a geek I'm a Bella but is an acapella Oh, it right. basically, so it basically anyway, is. covers. I love covers. covers. This is yeah. like coughing baby versus hydrogen bomb. You know, <laughs> like we all lose. We all lose. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a statement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right. All right. Did you Did you know Anna Kendrick sort of? Um, I, I don't know if not improvised but she came up with the idea for the cup song did she like thing for her to do she was supposed she's to just, she was supposed to sing a different song I can't remember what song but she was like I'm worried I won't be able to like pull this off because of my vocal range mm. um, and she'd seen a reddit video of someone like doing <gasps> the cup the, song yeah and she had learned it and she was like well I know I can do this so and she did and the rest was history so it wasn't that? created for the movie it existed oh, no, no, already it was like a pre-existing thing yeah damn yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. I know. And every fucking... Every white girl. Yeah. Around the world. School camp. Oh. Talent show. Do you remember, like, yeah. in the circle when you would pass the cup around? 
Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, he's oh, such a I? dark, sordid history. Yeah. Welcome. And then, um, so I think this is into. Well, then we get the audition scene where everyone's seen Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. I think it's a great scene. McLovin. Oh, yes. McLovin. That, that's how you know this is like a classic um, teen movie. Yes, yeah. the appearance of him. Throughout this whole series. Who else? Uh, uh, Barack and Michelle. Oh, yeah. Michelle we, and listen, Barack. we, we, we'll, we'll we get don't into jump ahead. Don't jump ahead. Like, it's. it's so wait, are we on number one or two? We, we are on number one. Right, We're still okay. on number one. We're on number one. Since we've been gone, which uses like a split screen type thing, which I thought was very inventive filmmaking. Yeah. It's De Palma. Like, I think it was a reference to De Palma, that one, <laughs> Brian De Palma. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's just classic after classic. Oh, this. Um, yeah, Cynthia, Cynthia Rose kills it. Which one's that one? She's the one I always make fun of for being a lesbian. Oh, <laughs> the, yeah, the one, yeah. The, the butt of all the homophobic jokes. <laughs> Lesbianist. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. That is that I will say. It was really funny when she was like, I've been wanting to tell you guys this for a long time. I have a gambling addiction. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, that got me. Yeah. Uh, for Cynthia having one joke that isn't. <laughs> yeah, literally. Put her down. My God. The, like, she's by far the most talented. Oh, absolutely. The one person of colour is yeah. the put-upon put lesbian who's, like, constantly, like, grabbing everyone's boobs. Yeah. Like, she, what? <laughs> she's just, like, groping people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then <laughs> Rebel was the lesbian in the end. What a all twist. Along. Wait, yeah. all was along a lesbian? it was Rebel. You didn't know this? This what? is famous. Oh, like in real life? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant in the movie. I was like, she gets a bumper. Yeah. <laughs> she does. She does. Oh, Not my rebels. Not my <laughs> Yeah, Anna Kendrick also has the storyline with the radio um, host. Skylar Austin. What? Oh, like the guy. What? What radio host? Who hosts like the, the college radio station? Oh, she's like working there, but she doesn't really have a storyline with him. He's oh, just there well, being an does. asshole. Yeah. Oh, in your... Fan fiction. <laughs> well, no, I thought they had a little camera. Wait, are you, talk- well, I- are you talking about, like, the hot one or Skylar Austin? Who the hell is that? Are you talking about the, the British host of the college yeah, radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing there. Well, no, there's chemistry. <laughs> no, because I think they set it up to be like, oh, maybe these two are gonna... No, but then she gets with Skylar Austin. Well, yeah, in the end. I don't think they... Dude. Well, you know, the difference between you guys and me is that I kind of read the subtext of films. Okay. You guys are very much just like, I'll very just see literal. what you're very literal. Like mm. you just kind of watch what's on the mm. screen and take that as at face value. But I'm kind of looking a little deeper at like what's happening and the characters and how they interact. And, wow. Um, so that, that might be why. You've got just, a lot to learn from you. Yeah, yeah. It's like you guys just kind of like let the film surface level wash over yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm sitting there. I didn't realise there was so much more to Pitch Perfect. Maybe if I'd watched it with more of a critical eye. Exactly, you didn't even realise. Exactly. (laughs) That's okay. I'm happy to kind of answer any questions you might have. So what's their love story? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, I think they had a little bit of a, like, will they, won't they? I mean, he lifts up his shirt at one point and she's like, yeah, you're good. But that's the only moment I can think of where there's any sort of interaction that's not like... That's just strapping suiting his bitch. (laughs) That's just pure sexuality. 
personality there. I mean, he was really hot. Yeah. Given that. And if there's yes, a hot person in a movie, then that is automatically a romantic storyline, regardless yeah. of if it's a film or not. No, I respect that. I yep. really respect that. Good, good. Um, but anyway, the first movie, I, I think it's a great teen movie. It has the great underdog storyline of them, you know, trying to win the acapella competition, whatever it's called in the end. The awesome acapella. Yeah. Are we going to touch on the shower scene? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean... A classic. I mean... Why was Britney Snow not a lesbian here? What? Think on that. I mean, they're, like... They're and Anna Kendrick, they're all lesbians. Yeah. Like, this is a piece of lesbian media in my eyes. Exactly. Absolutely. It's possibly one of the most gay and homophobic films I've ever seen. <laughs> the intersection of that is so beautiful. The complexity, the layers. Yeah, that's why yeah. we were looking at subtext, you see. Oh, right. You just right, focused right. on the hot man. Yeah. We oh, were classic, unpacking huh? the queer women on you our screen. You know how screen. we love erasing, erasing her story, erasing women, women's uh, roles, yeah. Um, erasing bi people. <laughs> the being LGBT the, is not is not silent. Silent. That comes up a lot on this podcast. Um, <laughs> bi people. <laughs> um, yeah, so wait, is that Britney Snow? Britney yeah. Snow and Anna Kendrick in the shower yeah. together. And who's the other leader? Who's the Anna vom- Camp. vomit one? Anna Camp. Anna so Camp. Camp. Right. Oh, is that her actual and name? That's her name. Those two seem too so old to be in college. That oh. always bothered me about these movies. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, like you're pushing forty. These are grown yeah. women. These are grown women. Like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I'm like. Britney Snow had to at least be like 30 or something because she was in Hairspray playing a teenager in 2007. Mm. <laughs> so like, I mean, she looks great. Ageless. But yeah, mm. fascinating. That'll be um, Timothy Chalamet. He can still play teenagers for a few years, I reckon. Zendaya. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, you know, first movie ends. It's a great ending. They win the competition yeah. against the... Oh, there's the riff-off scene. We have to shout out the riff-off scene. Um, so good. I, I mean, remember, this is iconic. I remember having it on my iPod, the Pitch Perfect soundtrack. <laughs> of course. And just like listening to it on repeat. Oh, well, come on, let's steal it all. Um, Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely I love that they were like not. doing all these like random songs and then Anna Kendrick comes in and gives us a bit of no diggity because she's like oh. not like the other she's girl. She's different. Everyone's like, gagged. So different. She gagged everyone yeah. there. Yeah. And it's like really crazy because girls don't usually know that song. No. Yeah. yeah. Girls don't listen to rap music. No, exactly. exactly. It's like girls know like Justin Bieber, One Taylor Direction, Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like, that. She was just it was crazy. really... Yeah. Head to the ground, like getting the really deep and unknown stuff. Yeah. It's, it's What's the song she ends up mixing in? Remember, they're doing the they're at the show and they're doing their normal routine, and then she starts to she introduces another song. Is it bulletproof? Oh yeah, must. Be. Yes, it is. <laughs> now that's an iconic scene. Oh, oh, so this fire. is great to me. Hi baby. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So good, so good. I do just also just quickly want to mention at the little picnic. <clears throat> Jesse and Becca. Jesse's her love interest, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, he says, "Oh, you speak German. No wonder you don't like to have fun." So I'm just <coughs> putting that out there. Real. Real. Oh, that's because when there. she's saying that Vader means father in German, mm-hmm. because she's like, the ending of movies is so predictable. Yeah. I knew that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Like, give me a break. Exactly. <sighs> give me a break, Anna. So I think that's our first German. 
anti-German rhetoric <laughs> in the trilogy <laughs> laying the groundwork laying the yeah. groundwork um yeah I that Feeds into her plot line of not liking movies, which she then does learn to like movies because God she what's watches the keep forgetting Breakfast Club. Yes, which you know, I that this all really works for me because it's like you know they're just making their references known in the text, yeah. like, and it captures you know it's got love, it's got comedy, it's got singing, acapella, um, acapella, it's, it's got awesome, it's got tears. Yeah, queer baiting. It, yeah, it's got, yeah, it's got, like, it's really got it for, for a 2010s film. Like, yeah. covers all bases. Literally covers oh, hey. as well. Covers. Oh, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Ben Platt is in it. Oh, oh my, God. Yeah. Playing straight. We'll get into number two. Playing straight. He is. He, oh, uh, Ben Platt. <laughs> I kind of loved him in this, though. I have oh, a soft yeah. spot for him in this movie. The big he loves magic. I do he have just a soft spot for Ben Platt. That's something that I need to... Work on work through, yeah. really. work through. I just yeah. found out Evan Hansen, he's not he's not gay, right? No, Evan, Evan Hansen isn't gay. I thought that's he's a sad little gay guy. Constantly sad little gay People guy. Yeah. No, Evan Hansen just assume that he's gay. He's not. Oh. It, it's so what's the what's it about? I know that's oh, my question. I don't want to get into Evan Hansen, but basically, <laughs> oh, I know what it's about. I don't want to get into it. Yeah. but basically, <laughs> no, you don't need to tell me. I just remembered. Moving <laughs> 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 on quickly, quickly. Um, second movie, the second movie um, yes. opens iconically with Michelle and Barack watching the um, Bellas, the Bart and Bellas perform. Is that what they're called? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they have bedazzled guns in their hands. Yes. May I just... Military industrial complex. Yes, no, no, no. another thing that we'll, we'll come back to <laughs> in yeah. the third movie. Mm. I'm but, important to note that this one was directed by Elizabeth Banks. Yes. Her stunning filmography once again <laughs> prevails. She... I'm so sorry to say... Cocaine Bear, Charlie's oh, Angels. Fabulous. <laughs> I'm so sorry to say, but I think she needs to find... Another outlet for her talents. I think she needs to get a job. <laughs> well, she's been. She's employed. She's very employed. She's getting jobs, just the wrong jobs. You know, that's like the thing. I think we need to give her a project that's like a bit more substantial. Well, I think she, she should have directed Oppenheimer. <laughs> Let's see the Elizabeth Banks cut of Oppenheimer. With Can you imagine the like if if she directed Oppenheimer when the bomb went off and being like, oh, this bomb is. <laughs> fucking bigger than me because I'm fat. <laughs> fat bomb. Shows up just going, I could have eaten that bomb. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone would have said, Oppie, you are the bomb. <laughs> and then there'd be like an awkward silence and they'd like high five someone. So yeah, true. she needs to get... She needs to write this. Yeah, yeah maybe she can do the, sequ- the sequel, Oppenheimer 2, because she did yeah. Pitch Perfect 2. So. I would Oppie also love to... Oppie and Berlin. <laughs> Oppie and Oh, my God. I would also love to see Christopher Nolan's take on Pitch, Pitch Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, could be... he do it? I'm not quite sure. Of course he could. Elizabeth, no, Elizabeth Banks, Banks could, could do Oppenheimer, but Christian, <laughs> Christopher Nolan, Nolan could not, could not do, do Pitch Perfect. Perfect. One, two, and three. I don't know about this. I think he could have created like some sort of twisty narrative. Like they'd be singing like classical music somehow. Oh, <laughs> Opera. Yeah, yeah. Acapella classical music. Yeah. That is a thought. It's again it's a think it'll be a thinking person's movie. So, so more like your kind of film. Yeah. Other yeah, yeah, yeah. than James Wright. It'd yeah, be a film exactly. movie. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I th- I think she must have taken that role in the first movie as sort of like a sleeper cell just so she could direct the second movie, you know. She was activated when they lost the direct and she was like 
I'll be stepping in there. Wow. I think, you know, she's made the moves. She made the moves. Interesting. Also, what is she, like, where did she come from? Like, what's she big she from? She in Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, okay. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then it. I think maybe Pitch Perfect, but like, let me check. It's okay. Talk amongst yourself. I don't care. I don't care that much. I don't care that much. I was just kind of like, I feel like she just suddenly became a huge presence in my life. Oh, the Hunger Games. Surely that's what she came to. Real, real, real. Sorry. I take back her best work. I take back what? incredible. It is her best work. Like, I mean, what else has she done that's been like, good? No offense. Cocaine Bear. (laughs) Did you like Cocaine Bear? I haven't haven't seen it. I was just just pretending for the bit. I was laughing. I actually supported... um, female cinema. Wait, <laughs> you saw Cocaine Bear? I did. Wasn't the bear a woman? <laughs> yeah, I think the bear, the, lady bear? Woman. the bear lady was bear. a woman. Oh my lady God, bear. good for her. Yeah, I actually didn't buy a ticket though because I snuck in cinema to oh see. Oh my God. <gasps> so you wow. didn't support female filmmaking? No, you really, okay. you didn't. Okay. okay. Yeah, so you actually <laughs> took money away from a female <laughs> Filmmaker and a female bear. I was like, I'm a people this crap. Wow, okay, was... so so movies made by women are crap, yeah. is what I'm hearing. Speak on that. Well, if we're just talking about Pitch Perfect 2 and Cocaine Bear, <laughs> if that's the sample size, it's not looking good. Those are the only two films that women <laughs> ever have made ever by directed. Women. Yeah. By women. I just, so true. I just think like Elizabeth Banks needs to like take a few years off. Yeah. Um, I, I mean know. Elizabeth Banks's Ladybird. She needs to go to Swinburne <gasps> um, School of Film and TV or something. Okay. Like she needs to take the writing classes there. Yeah, she wouldn't like, get into VCA. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, RMIT, even Deakin. Like she needs to do a film program somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm worried, like, I, I don't know. I just, about her. she keeps somehow, like, failing upwards. Yeah, and it's, making, it's like, insane. consistently making, like, the worst movies of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of queenie now that I'm thinking about it. Like, yeah, but- and I feel like, though, she kind of just does it with her friends. I don't know. I yeah. feel like, like, Charlie's Angel, she was like, wouldn't it be cool if I, like, got these people together? Could hang out with Chris I kind of love that. Yeah. And, like, you, like, take those millions of dollars and just, like, make Go a fun her. little film with some people you think are cool. Like She has clearly aspired to be, like, the first shitty, <laughs> like, blockbuster female director. Yeah. And, I and think it's we, working for her. We have to respect her for that. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Women should also be allowed to make shitty movies. Shitty films. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Barbie. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that. I don't want to get cancelled. Did Barbie fall off? Or what? Is Barbie that... is still going. Barbie is making. I haven't seen it. Good for you. I would be very interested to see your take on I'm Barbie. I'm kind of putting it off because I don't think I'm going to like it. Mm. I'll be honest. Mm. Have you seen Oppenheimer? I haven't seen that. <laughs> I'm, you know, you're ragging on Anna Kendrick for hating movies, Becca for hating movies. I'm. That's you. In my I Hate Movies era again. Anyway, Pitch Perfect 2. Uh, it, it opens with Barack and Michelle, which I need to know how this... Because it's clearly... It's like, it looks like stock footage. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. But then, you know, they would have had to approve it, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, then they do have the reaction because so. famously fat they're Amy. disgraced by Fat Amy's puss being out. They are disgraced mm-hmm. by Fat Amy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, <gasps> she sings <gasps> Wrecking Ball. Ew, ew, yuck, a vagina, ew, a vagina. <laughs> I expected more from Michelle Obama. Yes. Um, they do as a mashup of um, it's not like the national anthem, but or maybe oh, it is. The, yeah, the like, it's I'm like, like, can you see? 
Is that what they're singing? I don't know. Isn't that the national anthem? I don't know. <laughs> of America? Who gives a I shit about this country? I thought the national anthem by Lana Del Rey. Why do you know so much about America? Do and I? The language you're using. Have you ever served in the US military? <laughs> have you ever been to the United States of America? I've been. How has serving Do you have your passport here you? with you? I do, yeah. Okay. Do you, I'll show you later. Okay, He's done cool. a few tours. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Interesting. Yeah, they do a mashup of this unknown American song and Timba, um, which I think is quite iconic. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, and I think when we come into it, we're like, okay, these girls have really stepped their pussy up. Like, L- they well, know what they're doing. Fat Amy literally. Well, yes. Mm. And then, I, I mean, my problem that. with Pitch Perfect 2 is it's it's just really like a repetition of the formula. Yeah. Um, and and in a you know it's diminishing returns of course. It's just not good, is it? No, it's just not good. No, uh, but the Germans then perform after oh. the Americans. We can't not mention that. Yes, the what are they called? Um, this group. Extreme sound, sound machine. machine. Of course. Dust, dust sound, dust machine. sound Which machine. Which is also yeah. DSM. I was like, yeah. it's a coded message for oh the mentally God. ill. <laughs> We're sending coded messages to the mentally ill in these German and they, German people in the DSM-6 when. Yeah. <laughs> they do sing, um, they will not control us. We will be victorious whilst red lights oh. come on behind them. Oh. It's a little on the nose, hey? So I, I just think that's really interesting. And then when Becca meets... The woman from Dust Sound Machine, who lesbian. Might I add, there's a lot of fan fictions about those two. Really, I did my research. So you've written. Um, <laughs> can neither confirm nor deny that. She says she's physically flawless. I just think that's an interesting it's thing an to say interesting. to a blue-eyed, blonde-haired German woman. Yeah. After I think they've done a routine uh, with the red lights and the. That's um, very real. That's another the murky politics of these films. It's just ridiculous. So it's better. Nazi. Uh, what saying here. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to make any claims, but if this podcast gets taken down, I think we know. We know why. Go. We know. Anna Kendrick. Yes. Anna, Anna Kendrick. Kendrick, who I've always been a big supporter of on this podcast. Oh. Did you watch the show Love Life? No. Oh, I'm the only. One. I'm still the only one that watched that show. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of it before. They like. I think it's still on stand, but like in the states, it was one of those ones that they like erased off HBO Max. You know, for like a tax write. Oh. Or whatever they were like we can never let people know this series existed I remember there was like because that was like like it came out at like the start of COVID didn't it yeah, yeah. I remember there was just like trams everywhere with like Anna Kendrick looking like oh my god uh, I do love her like I see oh. her face I'm like oh hi I was up in the air we need to start the up in the air fan club uh, was there everyone seen up in the air that's oh. an Oscar nomination film <laughs> oh yeah it's it, Jason when, did, when did it come out 2008 or oh, nine, damn. yeah. I mean, she should have been nominated for the Twilight Saga Eclipse, but mm, yeah, just for that graduation speech alone. It's good but for her to get recognition where she could get it. Yeah, it's George Clooney movie. Oh. Anna Kendrick, Vera Farmiga. Oh, do you like her? <laughs> do you like Vera Farmiga? <laughs> <laughs> Is it set in an airport? Uh, it's very <laughs> airport focused. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I knew I remember. Yeah. It. There's yeah. A, oh, the, you might oh the terminal. Do you know the terminal with Tom Hanks companion piece? <laughs> and that is all set in an airport. He like lives at an airport for like a year. Or oh something. my god, that's kind of because he's like a he's like stateless. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and then Meg Ryan's doing an airport movie soon. So wow, it's, it's your it's a genre going strong. Your favorite kind of genre, airport. Die Hard Two. You know, there's so many. Mission Impossible. <laughs> 
the new well, one. Well, the, oh yeah, there's anymore. a big airport scene. Uh, and <laughs> lest we forget, Pitch Perfect three. Oh, oh, there's a lot of in a way that is an airport film. Oh, absolutely. Say that. That's, Say that. Uh, God. Sticking to two. Sorry. Sticking to sorry. Um, the one, the one um, ace up their sleeve they had for this film was the Hayley addition Steinfeld. of Hayley Steinfeld joining the cast. Say Snoop Dogg. Oh. No. Is that number two? Yeah. I mean, he'll do anything yeah. for a check, you know. Really, really. <laughs> and Steinfeld, whose character is named Emily, Emily Junk. <laughs> so fire. And her dad's... Her mum was... Her mum's maiden name was... Mm-hmm. No, but wasn't there, like, a blowjob jo- joke or something? Hard on. Hard on. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> and so she joins the group because she's written the song Flashlight. <sighs> Which, was, Which they use about 17 times in the film. Well, you know, it was it was the hit. It was the cup song of Pitch Perfect 2, you know. Did it, it, did it do the numbers that the cup songs did? I don't think it did, but I... Also, I, for some reason, thought Flashlight was a Little Mix song all this time. <laughs> but it's Jesse J. It's just Jay. I mean, interchangeable, right? Yeah. Well, no. well yes and no. Yes and well, no. Is, Wait, is that... It's, I think Jeffrey J does a cover of it for the soundtrack. Yes, but it's an original song, you know, for Picture of You 2, like, yeah. oh, with, yeah, okay, which Jesse J, like, wrote with Sia, I'm pretty sure. Work. Yeah. So it debuted in Pitch Perfect, <laughs> yes. though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought for a second it was a cover of a Jesse J song. Was well, what yeah. Saying. I was I mean, like, oh. that's, what, that's why I was confused, because when Hayley Steinfeld, well, sorry, Emily Junk comes in and is like, I've written this song, and then yeah. she sings Flash Out, I was like, hold on a minute. That's Flashlight by Jessie J. You didn't write that. But in the universe of the film, she did. Yeah. I will not be saying anything negative about about Hayley. Oh, oh, neither am I. A negative word would never come out of my mouth about her. I'm just, yeah. I can't, I can't, you know. I don't want to ruin any future chats. That's mother. That's mother. Yeah. Because we might get married one day. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to tour here. Oh my god. Can you that imagine? Would be amazing. Die. Where would she play? Rob Labour. <laughs> Marvel. Eddie Hat Stadium. Marvel Stadium. Like, oh, Marvel the now, corner yeah. hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Northgate Social. Chuck in Brunswick Artist Bar. Yeah, literally. I would die to see her live die like even just to see what the crowd would be like yeah, I'm gonna do a tab uh, about it and go see the like? concert like I wanna go non-verbal at the Halo Stonefall <laughs> show like no doubt no doubt oh. I wanna be resuscitated at the Haley Stonefall like, I wanna, during I wanna hear her go hey and just <laughs> come back to life yeah. back, back to life yeah <laughs> Anyway, we can't get too much into Hayley Steinfeld. We've already done a whole episode on this. Yeah, but this is kind of a breakout performance. I didn't... She looks... I don't think she's very tall, but she looks she tall looks, in these movies. She well, Anna Kendrick is, like, tiny. That's what I'm saying. I think everyone else is just tiny. It's just really small. Yeah, because she looks giant. Yes. She looks beautiful. If you're listening, Hayley, you look beautiful. Hi, Hayley. Um, Anna Kendrick's storyline is that she is a... She's now, like, a music producer at a... No, she's an label. intern. Intern, sorry. Um, number three, she becomes a producer. Sorry, sorry. Um, with, uh... Keegan, uh, Ke- Michael yeah, Peer. Who, Key and Peel, but no Peel. Yeah, yeah. I, I find 
that whole, all this stuff just like so cringe and oh, like literally. it's 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 Elizabeth Bank it's Banksian humor yeah um, which is just like cringe for the sake of cringe and mm. and not much comedy uh, sorry sorry not to like spend this whole time dragging Elizabeth Banks but she needs to pay like, she needs to pay <laughs> for what she's doing to cinema she needs to be imprisoned she needs to be yeah. reprimanded reprimanded yeah. by Stone me talking to at the end they have the Below. world yeah. the world champs which every team has like their own racist name. Like there's the um Oh you gotta the... read them out loud. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wrote down the Indian team's called the non stops, but I don't think that they're called that. I think I made a typo there. Because no, that doesn't make sense. The non stops. Yeah. Oh, because like non stops. Yeah. Right, okay, I'm getting it now. Yeah. <laughs> and the Thai team, I'm not even gonna say what they're called no, because it's don't. really bad. Please don't. Yeah. And uh, these words come out of Elizabeth Banks' mouth. Uh, so title she- of a RuPaul song for those yes. who aren't aware of what we're saying. She saved all her re- LB. LB. Let's yeah, just <laughs> she um she went nuts. <laughs> like at this ending. Yeah, I know whoever wrote this thought their pen was on fire. <laughs> Being like, what should the Indian team be called? Like non red. Like <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Pentatonics. Pentatonics! The pentatonics performance. They were the Canadian team. Oh, I don't get this. What do you what do you You don't know who Pentatonics is? No. Oh, I wish I was you so bad. <laughs> what is this? Pentatonix oh is like a famous a cappella group. Are you serious? Yeah. <gasps> There's a famous a cappella group? Yeah. Right. I feel like we're Amy Adams and he's like the alien in Arrival. Yeah, we're like Pentatonix. <laughs> we're trying to communicate what this is. They're like a Canadian a cappella group. Uh, yeah. And, and they're on YouTube. They were super... Yeah, they did like uh, mashups and super stuff. Superfruit. Yeah. Superfruit? What are you talking about? You, that's insane that you don't know who Pentatonix is. I wish I, I wished. I live a charmed life. Yeah. That's incredible. God, I wish I was you. The way that I saw them and I was like, oh, they said, wait, we bring in the big leagues for the sequel. Um, and then the Bella's performance at the World Champs, I thought was actually very moving. They do a kind of, um, the theme of their performance is like women. And so they do like- Who run the world. Who run the world. Of course you'd like that. Male feminine. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Bellas are kind of riding their own wave of feminism that we don't have a name for yet. Wow. The Bella wave. Yeah, the Bella wave. The Bella wave. Tell me more about that. <laughs> I think I've said all I want to say about that. <laughs> um, and then they cap off the performance by singing Flashlight, which is like... And they bring I, out all their old Bellas the old from Bellas. previous... That was kind of really yeah. big. I did. Also, can we talk about Katie Siegel being... Um, Hayley Steinfeld's mother in this. I mm. know uh, because I don't know who that is. You never watched Sons of Anarchy? I don't know who no, that bitch. Is. Did you? <laughs> yeah. You watched Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, bitch. You like don't watch TV as well. So me like, and what? my dad and my brother fuck up Sons of Anarchy. Jeez. Wow. Also, so it's Pitch Perfect and Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> That's what you and your, your dad and brothers indulge in. They indulgent. came out of the Pitch Perfect screen and were like, fuck that. We need we more. We need more to Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Um, also, she, she's the voice of Leela in Futurama. Oh, that's cool. Why would I, like, know that? <laughs> you have no respect for actresses. Like, I yeah, do. do. you know who this one is? No. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I don't. I know Leela, though. Leela. <laughs> Futurama. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was a very moving performance. And it, it was kind of like, I watched that and I was like, it's undeniable that they've won. Because, mm. you know, the Germans did kind of bring the house down. Like, when they did the slow-mo running, yeah. do you remember? But it's like, the Bellas had an emotionally resonant performance. Mm. 
and they just it, and I also when I was watching this I kind of realized that these movies that have a similar structure to like the Oceans movies like have you ever seen the Oceans movies I've seen Oceans 8 oh my god fabulous is that the one with the women in it yeah okay I'll yep. watch that one I'll now that's that a movie one. that Elizabeth Banks could have directed I don't know why she didn't to be honest yeah um, interesting but you know it's kind of like um their final performance it's like the the formula of this is that you can see like little glimpses of like what's going to go down at the end mm. but the kind of surprise for the audience is the flashlights is seeing it all unfold you know it's like they, yeah. they withhold just enough information so you yeah. get a little bit of teaser excitement yeah. of like oh you know they might do this this is the performance and then the reveal is the like, reveal. oh, they're singing Who Run the World. Like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you had such a good time. <laughs> I, you know, by the end I did. By the end I did. No, I did. It was like, it was quite moving. Yes. I found myself being like, oh, women. Like, I'm so far. Like, look at those bellows. I was shining my phone torch in my living room. Like. Yeah. Um, we also need to briefly mention the Ben Platt, Hayley Steinfeld romance. Do oh. we? <laughs> Must we? It's very um, upsetting to me. Say that. Mm. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It's just horrific, just let him isn't be gay. It? Let him be gay. What? Let yeah. her be gay. Like, let, let them all be gay. gay. <laughs> it's a bit well, there's that Marie bit in, when they're at the, the camp and Brittany Snow like turns to Anna Kendrick and is like, I wish I'd experimented more in yeah. college. I was like, they're going to fuck. They're yeah. going to fuck. <laughs> they're going to fuck. Yeah. They and then they close. didn't. And then we're moving on to Pitch Perfect Three, and she ends up with man. Yeah. Bailey. Who? No, um, Britney Snow. Oh. Everyone right. ends up with a man. Everyone ends up Pitch with a man. Perfect. I'm surprised they didn't put Cynthia Rose with a man. Like, Literally. <laughs> we'll get into the men in number we'll three. Get into we'll the get men. into that. But number two, the Germans' performance. Are we not to bring it back to the Germans constantly? The sound machine. The sound machine to Flula Borg, who we also haven't mentioned, is in Dust Sound Machine. Flula Borg. Flula Borg. He was like a YouTuber, yeah. Oh, he yeah. was like Grace Helbig. Yeah, yeah. my heart, like the, uh, that gang. Um, this, these movies were definitely made for a certain type of people to put like YouTubers in the film. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I thought I think it's a good move though. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah, speaks yeah. to the audience yeah. that they want to speak to. Yeah, yeah. it really, it really it, does. Yeah. Um, so they they sing a song that is light them up, light them up, 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 light them up, and then again red and black imagery. Oh, damn! A black flag waving in the background, red lights. Uh, I swear to God, at one point, they're raising one arm towards the sky. I noticed this, and I was like, not a good look. Not a good look. Damn, this is real. Uh, no. I Yeah, I, I didn't wow. come on here to have a fun discussion about pop culture. Like, I came <laughs> to talk about the real issues the in the Nazi world. Well, but I guess, in I guess the bell is defeat Nazism in the end, right? Right? Will the Americans <laughs> beat <Right>? the Germans? <laughs> this takes place in an alternate world where... So, yeah, listen. well, yeah, I guess, again, like, there's a through line to Oppenheimer in that, you know, they're both kind of racing to create the perfect acapella set and the Americans simply get there first. So, yeah, wow. it is about, it is kind of a film about the American patriotism defeating the Germans once again. 
And yeah. we, we know the third one was funded by the US military. Okay, but, well, yeah. but, but one and two, has anyone looked into that? No. I haven't. The sealed records. <laughs> that I'm we, sure need to, we need to. I need to get down to the State Library. Do we know anyone that works in I'm, the I'm, US government? I am going to fly to. I'll get in contact with Elizabeth. I'll see. Okay, cool. I'm going to fly to the Pentagon tomorrow mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. open the sealed records. And you're familiar with the Pentagon. Records. Well, you know, it's five sides. I can get my way around. Interesting. <laughs> you know, the floor plan is a shape. So, hmm. you know, that's one thing they never thought of. Like, Interesting you're so familiar with the American Pentagon? landmarks, <laughs> the US government. Are you trying to say that I did 9-11? Uh, oh. I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. Are you coming on my podcast and saying that I did 9-11? How I, dare you? I do wonder about your affiliation with the US military. <laughs> mm. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not making any accusations. No, no, no. God, no. I would never... Just some, some you might have some thought. information that could lead <laughs> yeah. to the arrest of Sam. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about number three. Pitch Perfect 3 immediately announces itself as a different movie because it opens on the boat and they're jumping off and there's an explosion behind them. Which I have, to, I have to say, I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, this is so interesting. It's kind of... So, to me, Pitch Perfect 3 is the Cars 2 of the Pitch Perfect universe. Have you guys yes. seen Cars 2? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Cars 1 is just about racing, and then Cars 2 is, like, the spy. Spy, espionage It's not spiller. super spies. Yeah, yeah. like, it's yeah. it's crazy. And then, you know, 3, they went back to racing. Oh, Cars so, 3, now that. Ugh. Cars 3. Cars 3. Or Cars 2. Cars 3. Oh, Are you serious? It's so good. I love Cars 2. I think... Are you st- not everyone... Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> not not everyone... <laughs> loves Cars 2 because not everyone got it like it, Cars <laughs> 1 and because 3 because Cars 2 is like high concept like it's bold it's ambitious mm. like it's pushing cin- it's pushing boundaries of cinema mm. it's you know an homage to like spy genre action things like I feel, I feel like you probably wouldn't have got it yet wow <laughs> we'll, we'll save this we'll save this for I think we need to do a Cars a episode <laughs> absolutely absolutely and planes don't forget planes I don't even oh, have my license <laughs> Oh, like this bitch does. Yeah. Do you have your L's? Yes, I do. They expire next year. I need to get them renewed um, because otherwise yeah. I won't have ID. Rocking up to the club with like my 16 year old photo. I of- was the passport at the club person until I got a proof of age. Uh, was it a European passport? I would bring both and I'd, I'd go, Just oh, which one? Oh, so which one did you want? <laughs> Sorry. So Pitch Perfect 3 is, um, well, first of all, I, I, I quite liked how the Bellas are kind of like all across the scattered, mm. you know? So they've got to kind of come back together, which they do come back together for Haley's in a new group. Well, still, I think that's still the Bellas because I think Haley's a child. And she's right. like she's like the leader of the Bellas now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was on my phone a lot in this one, so <laughs> if I miss something, it's it's cool. Um, and they're kind of cool and popular. They were slaying about yeah. aquarium. They've yeah. gone back to being like conventionally attractive. People. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What are you trying to say? Like, what? Yeah. yeah. They were, I think they were like, we can actually just cast teenagers here now because it's like you know mm. low stakes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're staying at the aquarium and then they're kind of like, let's get back together. Um. And they go and then Anna Camp is like, well, my dad works in the military <laughs> and we can do a, we can do like a tour to like support the truth. She doesn't just say that. She says, my father basically killed Osama bin Laden. I forgot about that. Hmm. Right then it's like, what? <laughs> this is a different movie. This is a different movie. It's like, whoa. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Anna Camp's dad was Sarah Duck 30. <laughs> 
I, I, I suppose. Say that. Say have that. Have you ever had, had, do you have any children? No. That we know of. I killed Osama bin Laden. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Basically. I don't want to make any claims. I was reading about Saddam Hussein the other day, actually. Oh, <laughs> likely what thing for you to be doing. Said. No, about how he, you know, that the diagram of him hiding underground. Like, you know, it's kind of mm. a meme now of him, like the air vent and the fan and mm. he's like in a hole. No. Mm. Well, you know, if I spoke to the girls from Pitch Perfect, they would know what I was talking about. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Interesting. It's, it's funny to have, like, this feels very, like, 2003, almost like a post-9-11 vibe. But, like, it's too far after 9-11 to be making <laughs> yeah. maybe, like, exactly. like this. You know what I mean? When did it come out? 2016? Probably around yeah. then. Yeah. so you can't even blame, like, Trump or anything yeah. for it. Yeah, like, um, no, no one to blame, but... So they go to, like... Wait, no, because you... It is, no, she it didn't is a post-Trump film, film because Fat Amy is wearing the infamous Make America Eat Again oh, hat. Oh, true, 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 true. Yeah, so she's wearing that at the... Like hangar, the military the, hangar, the Air Force Base. Yes, and it, there's a jump scare. Ruby Rose is introduced. <laughs> Ruby Rose. <laughs> oh God. And their thing is that like they use instruments. Yeah. <laughs> They're like a band, which is so funny. It's like this a band of lesbians. Yes. Yeah. What are they called? Like the Moist Hellets or something? Ever Moist. Ever Moist. Ever Moist. <laughs> yes. It's a crazy concept. Concept to. It's a crazy concept to sing. And then also have instruments. I, like, I think it's like, I don't know, it's really interesting. And like, maybe more people should do I that. Should like, I love, I love acapella. And I think introducing instruments could add like a, another, another element layer. to music. It yeah. almost throws it back to this. It's almost an ancient story, isn't it? It's yeah. like, you know, this is probably what happened when instruments were invented. <gasps> like the acapella people were like, fucking hell. What are we going to do? We, we can't win the yeah. competition now. Yeah. And then we're, we're in doing there going... The- the With rock, their rocks? The rock song. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah! Ooga booga! Ooga booga! You know, I have really high amount of Neanderthal DNA. <laughs> really? Yeah, my mom got me like a 23 in me for a Christmas, that- and I have like more Neanderthal DNA than I think it's like 85% of the population. What does that mean? Ooga booga. <laughs> So you're like an ancient individual. I am. I'm like a caveman. It's kind of awesome. What is it? Isn't it, it, guys? Yeah. Isn't it cool? Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, Thanks, sort of kind of. I think it's cool. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. Um, I needed wow, that. did we have a, our first Neanderthal <laughs> guest? On the, so you first can, French Neanderthal guest. You, you can bring that perspective to like this. a little bit of an oxymoron there. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch, you bitch, I'll get you. Kill James with Count rock. Count your days. Kill James with rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, and as if the military scene couldn't get more problematic one of the groups sings R. Kelly at the do you remember they sing Remix to Ignition it's like damn how bad can this get yeah but like let's just throw it all into one scene yeah I mean before that though there's Rico from Hannah Montana Rico from Hannah Montana Dreadlocks yeah oh I missed this I, I missed like this. the, the rapper really. that Anna Kendrick was working with oh oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Pimple- yeah. he was like a re- arrested recently oh oh was that oh was that him David Henry from Wizards of Waverly Place. One of them was arrested. Oh my god, and Drake Bell. Oh, oh my god. They're dropping, dropping like flies. Was Drake Bell arrested? I thought he was in opposition. No, that was Josh. Yeah. yeah, he's got like 
allegations. And, yeah. Real bad. Listen. Real bad. Um, I want to get back to the military base. Absolutely. It's um, a likely place for you to <laughs> want to get back yeah. to. They sing Remix to Ignition and then one of the soldiers chimes in and sings If I Was a Boy by Beyonce. Do you remember this? I do yeah. remember that. Why yeah. did she clear this? Why did Beyonce clear this? I'm, Would it need to be cleared? I'm sure. I think so, For yeah. someone like oh. Beyonce to approve like a song in a movie. Really? I'm certain. Yeah. I yeah. mean... Money. The check would have been good. From the US military. <laughs> yeah. Like, directly. This is like, we finally got her. Like, Beyonce, we got you. We, we got, got you. you, Beyonce. <laughs> like, we got her. We, we got her. <laughs> I'm surprised more Beyonce aunties aren't, you know, really onto this. Yeah, literally. I feel like it's because if people mm. don't like Beyonce, it's not, like, they're usually not the most, like, politically minded people in the world. <laughs> so... Yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, just something to note. You could lead the cancellation. I wouldn't, but I'm just saying, like, you know, maybe it is time we have that conversation. You better watch yourself, because you've yeah. got, you got dirt. <laughs> Look, maybe we can start this conversation now, but for Pitch Perfect 3 to be so pro, um, you know... Uh, um, military? Military industrial complex. And then you kind of go back and look at... It kind of made me evaluate the whole series. Absolutely. And yeah. see how, like, they really do Pepper worship in. at the altar of American capitalism mm-hmm. because they're not even, as films, it's like they they just use all of these, like, radio songs that have no real kind of, like, artistic merit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of like what's popular, what's going to make the audience feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, th- like, let's just wrap this up in a commercial product and mm-hmm. we'll sell it to as many people as possible. Like, yeah. that- you don't have to pay songwriters. You don't have to. Yeah, it's yeah. like acapella. They're just kind of, they're, they're trying to make cinema just to, like, press that little part mm. of your brain that likes bright colours and yeah it's like Coco Melon like it hits that I never f- looked that up <laughs> so I don't know what that is but I sort of sort of know what you're talking about <laughs> I never I never saw I never saw I never saw Coco Melon like no, baby I shark have no. vibes oh, it's like ch- child sensory videos oh okay with like yes. you know like dancing fruit and yeah yeah, yeah it's exactly. kind of it feels quite similar yeah. yes. watching Pitch Perfect and watching Coco Melon yeah and then for the military thing to be so overt in this one I was like of course this just makes sense because these movies are flying that American flag oh it's America's beautiful like yeah I'll just there's a few there was a few lines that stood out to me relevant please, to that please um, so Chloe says thank you for looking out for us on this trip and for protecting the United States always <laughs> and then the soldier replies being in the army is like having a second family. You're never really alone. And then towards the end, Cynthia Rose, That's they're all sitting around. Cynthia Rose says, now that gay people can serve in the military, I'm going to join the Air Force and let them pay for my flight this school. This is crazy. Insane. That was the craziest line of the series, I'll say. Insane. Good luck my to her. My housemate and I screamed. Good luck to her. <laughs> yeah, listen. A queer woman of colour being forced to join the military. I hate to think what happened to her in that military. Uh-huh. Tom Cruise put her in another top make another Top Gun movie and put her in make it. Make it about Cynthia. Cynthia, Cynthia yes. Rose, Cynthia Gunn. Cynthia Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> I will be seated for that. I would watch that. I would I'm not gonna watch Tom Cruise but I'm gonna watch hey, Cynthia Rose. Hey. Come on, that's how it is. Absolutely not. I mean, what's more evil, Pitch Perfect three or Top Gun? 
Hmm. <laughs> well, I think pitch perfect is uplifting women. Oh, okay. Which I would Top say Gun it can't is, say the same. Well, I, I would say it's. What's the opposite of uplifting? I would down, say pulling down, down <laughs> trotting <laughs> women. Down. I would say it's stomping on women. I um, I think there's something to be said. I feel like Top Gun is more overt in being propaganda, whereas Pitch Perfect Three almost yeah. tries to you know wrap it up in a piece of cheese and make you yeah. swallow it. You yeah. know, like it's a bit more insidious. Yeah, they're trying to make like gay women join the military. <laughs> Whereas Top Gun is just kind of like, yeah, this is military propaganda. Mm, and that's that. that. And that's mm, that, you know? Yeah. But you know that, okay, I don't want to get too far into Top Gun, but that's what kind of pissed me off, like, when people were like, this is just military propaganda. Because it's like, yeah. But so are so many other things. Exactly. And it's like better that they're upfront about it. Exactly. Than, like, it's like, yeah, yeah sure. we know. Also, like, Top Gun <laughs> is not for teenagers really or like young girls like pitch perfect <laughs> yes. audience i feel yeah. like it's it is a dads. lot more insidious <laughs> top guns for dads yeah, yeah. The, the people that are watching top gun aren't going to consider joining the military but people who I watch mean, they are I think they, they already have well, that's yeah, the yeah like that's, they're, they're, it's not like it's not brainwashing anyone that isn't yeah. already of that persuasion let's say but i think it could be top gun could be kind of the final push some people need to actually like sign up and do yeah. it like that and that's quite evil yes but um it was a good <laughs> the soldier the soldier does also say that at one point his family trains german shepherds and i think that's another, an, german another interesting that's kind of a it's an interesting choice of breed mm. for his family mm. to train to you know, show authority over. Yeah. To mm. discipline. Mm. Also, I don't know if this is anything, mm. but when Ruby Rose does, she sings zombie and mixes it with, um, wake me up. Is that what it's called? Wake me up. I mean, it's terrible, but you know, zombies got its own political, um, mm. with know. their tanks and their bombs. Yeah. We it's about fighting. like the IRA, right? Yeah. And the English. And so. Yeah. Singing it on like a US naval base is a bit, yeah, isn't zombie like an anti-IRA song? I think it is. I, maybe. So that's I. I would say that then is like, mm. you know, it's promoting imperialism even more because mm. now now we're advocating for English imperialism mm. rather than American. You know, it's all tied up. Wow, it's, it's all it's all it's connected. All, it's all one fucking thing. It's right? all connected. Global capitalism. It's all one thing. Like yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, there's a plotline with like Fat Amy's dad, who's played by John Lithgow. Doing Australian accent. A terrible, but can Australian accent. What did you think of the Australian accent? I thought it wasn't terrible. I thought it was awful. I thought he sounded like like oh, WA, like posh, yeah. posh, like Perth accent. That's posh what I thought. Because he sounded British at times. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah, okay. But I think that was just him having a bad. Accent. Oh, I know. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think it was like a conscious choice. No, yeah. Was there a line where she was like saying that she fucked the Wiggles? Yes. It was yeah. that in this one. Yep. I just want to two of them. I, just I think to she establish. said yeah. established yeah. the Rebel Wilson is fucked two of the the Wiggles. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. In the Pitch Perfect canon. Yeah. 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 Um, also, I thought like I don't know why, but I just assumed that there would be some kind of. Rebel Wilson, Ruby Rose, we're both Australian moment in this film. Oh, yeah. Ruby Rose wasn't Australian, though, in it. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think, I think she was American. Oh, did she? Yeah. But then she sung and she sounded Australian. Yeah. It was really I didn't know that Ruby Rose could sing. Can she? Well, I don't know. That's also, that's also something that I want to get to the bottom of. Can Rebel Wilson sing? No. 
I, I, that's what I'm leaning to. I think yeah. she has enough to do like a comedy song type thing, but I don't think she's like a vocalist. Well, because yeah. she was on the West End and she played Adelaide in Guys and Dolls, which isn't like a very big vocal thing, but like, you know, you need to sing. Hmm. Right. And I just, I don't think Rebel Wilson can sing. Did you hear her sing in that? No, I didn't see her. It was a while ago. And I've tried to find audio, but I can't. <laughs> she has scrubbed it. Scrubbed yeah, it from like, the internet. Yeah. Damn. It's fascinating. Rebel Wilson is such a fascinating character to me. I She haunts me. Yeah. Yeah. She's interesting, isn't she? Because she like was tied up in that lawsuit for quite a long time. The defamation lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like Women's Day or something. They like outed her, I think. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Oh, no. Like, they like, they, lied. They, they, lied, they told everyone her real age or something. Well, oh they God. said that she was lying about her age. Um, and then she was like, I'm not. I'm, just I'm gonna sue you. Because <laughs> she's a lawyer. She like went to law school. Yeah. Rebel oh, Wilson QC. Thank you very much. God. Casey, sorry. Don't, um, any lawyers don't imagine don't mail me. <laughs> There's another universe in which Rebel Wilson didn't pursue acting and she's just like a partner at a law firm. I would like to see that what universe. A world. Imagine that world. Well, that would be what a utopia. She would have solved so many issues. I think she's put Australians on the map. For better or for worse? For yeah. worse. Well. For much worse. <laughs> for much worse. Well, I like, I'm sorry, I've got a bit of a soft spot for her. Okay. <laughs> I think she's, I think she's probably, probably, um, I don't want to know like what her politics are, but I think comedically, when she's used well, I think she can really shine. I will say, have you seen The Hustle? <laughs> no. With Amy Adam, oh, not Amy Adams, Anne Hathaway. Adams. Anne Hathaway. It's like a modern Dirty Rotten Scoundrels with like the, the roles reversed. Um, there is one bit of physical comedy. Who, what? The, Dirty Rotten, what is that? Just the word of that. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> is that a reference for like 80 year olds or something? Probably. Um... <laughs> There is one bit of physical comedy where Rebel Wilson, like, falls over. It is <laughs> like the, the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, I mean, I just think in Pitch Perfect and Bridesmaids, I think she's just Pitch Perfect in both of these. But Bridesmaids, it's, like, the writing. Yeah. Like, no, it's no, not no, no, no. her performance. It's performance. No When she's way. like, I thought it was just a really sad handwritten novel. Like, her delivery of that. And when she pulls the peas, the frozen peas on her back... Okay, yeah, Come was, on. Actually, you know what? Physical I think, comedy, I think, I think she shines. Yeah, with Bridesmaids. Like, they were like, we see that this works. We're going to fucking smash it all through Pitch Perfect. Mm. It just, like, got a bit too much. I was like, oh. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> running. Like, that's not funny. I just don't... Yeah, I think when she, like... Imagine her doing stand-up. Like, I'm laughing crickets. already. I'm laughing thinking about it. Like, what was the oh bit where... Oh, my God. Like, the lesbian girl group was like, I'm ferocity, I'm tenacity. If I joined your group, I could be obesity. <gasps> I laughed. <Ha-ha-ha. laughs> I lolled. <laughs> you ruffled? Sorry, I edge bowled. You ruffle-copped Oh, my God. Anyway. That's incredible. Um, the end... Well, I mean, so much happens in this movie. Like, there's the... I don't really... I couldn't really get what... John Lithgow was like trying to do. He like kidnapped all the Bellas. Yeah, because like he put some, some money some in Rebel Wilson's bank account and, <laughs> and the I don't know. Cayman Islands. Yeah, the I trust. Don't know. it was a little confusing. But I was along for the ride. I was enjoying it. Yeah. And then I wish it had gone full balls to the wall like espionage filler. Yeah, opposed to it should like, have gone full Cars Two mode. Yeah, yeah. I think their performance of Toxic on the boat is very cunty. I think that's one of their best. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Really, really good. And I love that they. 
I love that they open with this and then it's, you know, this Tar- yeah. Tarantino-esque scru- structure Interesting as well. that it's one of their best and Rebel Wilson is not in it. <laughs> Speak on that. Speak on that. I just think that's But, you curious. know, it's a, I guess it's a running gag of that she, you know, drops in on the performances in a big way. I literally like, drops in. I got that. <laughs> I did get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Funny yet again. <laughs> she doesn't sing, and I think it was wonderful. Yeah, that she did it. I I would listen to this on streaming. There, there was your toxic. Yeah, or I would even perform it. I maybe I will do a performance. We should mm. stun a at Thursday group. or something. We should mm. stun a cappella group. Well, mm. I'll be the fat Amy of the group. Fat Sammy. <laughs> I can't really sing. Fat James, so I've got enough either. to get me like. I can go zoom, 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 zoom. Oh, okay. Zoom, zoom. Yeah, you could be the. So what do they call that? Oh, what's that girl? The is the sopranos and the the mezzos, altos. What's you the deep one? About, um, the girl who like ate a twin in the room. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she speaks at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Like, Hi, I'm Esther. <sighs> yeah, I'm like oi. I, I, I mean, her thing in the movies, I didn't, didn't really vibe with, except for one of them where she's, like, in the pool. Do you remember? And then she comes out of the water like like an alien or something. Do you remember this? And she... Okay, no. <laughs> that was... I, I thought it was... Which one? Wait, where, when are they at a pool? Um, oh, God. Is that they, the camp, maybe? They did all blow oh. together, but yeah. Yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. She comes out and her eyes are open and she just kind of looks around and then, like, goes back down, <laughs> like, Predator or something. <laughs> No. See, I thought she's funnier than Rebel Wilson. I yeah. disagree. Yeah, I think wow. she's used more <laughs> sparingly, really and I think it works. Really got a bit. Here. <laughs> Cut um, the with a knife. I like a little bit, we're like we like a little more like understated, subdued, exactly. as opposed to like right in your face. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I have to talk about the ending of Pitch Perfect Three, which I think sticks the landing really well. I'm gonna say that. And you know, we haven't even spoken about DJ Khaled or the bees DJ or anything. Khaled. <laughs> But you know, there's so much. <laughs> there's so much going on. She, One person acapella group over here. And her Kendrick is sort of. You think for a minute she's going solo, I guess. Yeah, because DJ Khaled is like, we want you to yeah. open for us. She's like, let me tell the Bellas, and he's like, no, 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 you just misunderstood. You. Oh my god! And she's singing. DJ Khaled. She's singing "Freedom" by George Michael, um, and she's got the loop pedal. Oh, yeah. Which I'm like, roll my eyes on that, come on. Um, And then, you know, there's the reveal, all the bellas are there. Mm. I was gagging, I'm afraid. I was like, I mean, it was. And you know, they're singing. Movies are so predictable. They're singing Freedom. I was like, this is. And you know what? I really. I thought the song choice was so amazing because I was like, you know what? It is Freedom. Because, you know, one of them's sort of giving up singing. They're all like, they're free. And at the end of the day, the United States is all about freedom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> freedom. That's so true. Like, I thought it was such an incredible way to just cap off the series. Really? I thought the end of the second film was so much better. No. And more touching and, like, yeah. monumental. But I thought this did such a good job of uh, of just kind of, like... I, as an audience member, I'm not sitting there thinking, like, oh, these guys are just going to continue forever and isn't that lovely. They're kind of being like, you know what, some of these people are moving on. Like, they just... They might not even continue 
it's I, you know a chapter's sort of closed I feel like they way. could have done it in a more heartfelt way though mm. like what I if they had gone crying. back to college what if they'd gone back to bar like, it, it's Barton, a bit sentimental bar, whatever mm. the fuck what if they and then they just do like a little performance for like the college like that would have been like back to their roots like where it yeah. started I was like why are they it's on bit, stage and it's DJ on the nose. oh <laughs> is it is it now okay alright wow I think about these movies they're a bit subtle so. <laughs> I need to think subtler I need to think subtler than that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was beautiful. And then we get the, the, there's one reveal where they're with the Bellas and then there's like the double reveal that they're now using a band. Were you not gagged by that? At I least. Didn't even I might have been on my phone Are at that point. Are you kidding me? The key, this is where they've tied everything together in the, they've got a band. They've, Who's the band? but it's it's them being like oh we're we're not strictly tied to acapella like freedom like we can use instruments we discovered instruments (laughs) we found music Um, that's amazing did not did not realize that whatsoever yeah I was playing Tetris on my phone I was playing playing yeah listen come on guys guys. well I guess I'm the only one that pays attention in these films (laughs) but that's okay so any final thoughts before we go through the rubric um I had a little look and I think the fanfic stats are really interesting okay for this film please Um, thing for you to look up (laughs) yeah Chloe and Becca Okay. Leading, of obviously, with 6,093 fan fiction. Which one is Chloe? Britney Snow. Britney Snow okay, and Anna yep. Kendrick. Yep. Yeah. Shower scene, yep. Coming in second is, so, Aubrey, so Anna Camp. Yeah. And Stacey. Who's Stacey? The, like, slut. The, like, pregnant one. Oh, I'm my really God, the pregnant sure. slut. <laughs> Don't even remember. She's the one who's, like, in the first <laughs> she's one, she's a, very, like, like, very sexual. <laughs> no. Uh, 730 fan fiction. Oh, wow. Okay. Their second, yeah. Then we've got Becca and Aubrey. Of course. 538. That'd be a very interesting dynamic to explore, I think. Very, very low, low down. Yeah. Yeah. Becca and Jesse with oh. 313. Oh. So I think that that does establish it as queer piece of queer media. Yeah. yeah. For we, sure. We also have to shout out one of my favorite running gags is those two random girls that like no one knows their name <laughs> yeah they know their name but they're like why are they here yeah yeah i thought that was and you know on the boat they're like you can do anything you better not do anything to them mm. except for those two yeah <laughs> and, um also they're just continually continuously calling Haley steinfeld stupid <laughs> Yes. Mm. That's funny. It's yeah. Rebel Wilson calling her stupid. Yeah. Or Anna yeah. Kendrick just hitting on her. <laughs> Literally. For, for two films. Anna Kendrick. Should they yeah. Should it be a lesbian? Should it be a um, Say that. Say that. Okay. Anyway. Let's do the rubric. Quality. Um, I think the first one has so much quality. And I think the third one has enough to sort of... To love. <laughs> The third one. The third one. As I said, I thought the ending was beautiful. <laughs> you said I like the instruments. Even if it is propaganda, it was beautiful. <laughs> no. Maybe half a star for the first one. Oh. What do you mean? Like Wait, ha- what, am I, what am I doing? We're of, judging the quality of the first out of movie. How, how many stars? Oh, well, just of your just own. Just in general. Yes or no. First one is yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, James... Anyway, smog. Wow. <laughs> Go watch Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, right? yeah. That's that prestige. Oh, like, so he's made on motorbikes. Oh, my motorbike. I like to ride my motorbike. Whoa. Does it slay? Uh, 
I think they've had some slay performances, to be honest. I mean, toxic. Yeah, that was so slay. Mm. But nothing else is really jumping to mind. Oh, when they do the mashup of, um, of, uh... <laughs> you know that first one we're talking about where they do the, um... This time, yeah. baby. That's cunty. That does the riff off. Oh, the, the first riff song. off? Come on, the riff off. The cup song? Okay. Like, like, yeah, it's nice. Okay, that, okay. This I'm gonna. This is a benefit the queer agenda. Okay, we've okay. got a lesbian woman. We've got David Cross, kind of queenie uh-huh, in the second uh-huh. movie. <laughs> I would say yes. I just would, and I don't want to specify why. Yeah. Do you think having I, the only lesbian character constantly sexually harassing all of her teammates and then joining the military is <laughs> benefiting the queer agenda? <laughs> Listen, it was a different time. It started conversations. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, these movies have remained in a different time. You've so. got to look at it with a bit of nuance, you know? Um, okay. Not everything's so black and white. There are shades. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, it was horrific. <laughs> Rebel so Wilson, real life lesbian, you know. Yeah, but. Yeah. movies. Does that count? Yeah. It, I think this, I think. Pitch Perfect went to the school of like the Yellow Jacket school of queer baiting. Oh, mm. you know what I mean. I'm on season one, so don't spoil anything. Oh, you know I don't watch that anymore. But, <laughs> um, but it's a bit like Glee in like. But Glee benefited the queer agenda leaps and bounds. Yeah, down. but it also, I'd say, Set did some damage. <laughs> yeah, did some damage to what me. To just queers individually, yeah. I would say. To me personally, <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. damaged. <laughs> yes, yeah, severe uh, brain damage. I'm gonna say it doesn't benefit the queer agenda. Doesn't. It does not. <sighs> I'm gonna say sorta of, kinda. I'm gonna say it does. That okay. shower scene. Yeah. Watching that as a young teen girl being like, why do I need to pee? Like, <laughs> why do I feel kind of funny in my tummy? I would say yes. Okay. Yeah, agree. Okay. Is it a classic? Yeah, number, number one. one like, yes. Yeah, and you yes. know, it's there's the spin-off show now. Like, Bump it in Berlin. It Again, Berlin, Germany. <laughs> there's, there's I'm gonna need to watch. Messaging I'm here. gonna need to watch. I also show. watched all three of these films whilst in Amsterdam after okay. I'd eaten a space cake a couple years ago, and we'd be doing historical things. So obviously, learning about World War Two and taking an edible, and then watching the second film. Oh. And then the third. Oh. I would say a life-altering experience. Oh, absolutely. Oh. That's where a lot of my passion comes from. Yeah. You Shit. always pick okay. up a gun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for who? <laughs> I don't know, after you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to recruit me right now? <laughs> Like, hey, you had not joined the US military. We'll it's chat. Like a great college program. We'll chat after. <laughs> <laughs> was I gagged? Uh, yeah. Thank God. Was I gag- I was gagged at some of their performances, yeah. Yes. I guess so. Even if it was just flashlight. <laughs> the cup song, like, I was. Classic. I yeah. really was. So, is that all? I think we're letting Petrific through the gate. <laughs> I came in like a wrecking ball. So we've got another hour, right, to talk about bumper. <laughs> yes, 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 of course, of course. Jamila Jamil. That's for the Patreon. Jamila Jamil. Jamila, that's a good one. I feel a bit of mixed feelings laying it through the gate, but... Um, pitch Perfect. I feel Are we doing one or is it the whole... The, the Pitch Perfect universe. Just, oh. Yeah, the universe. Oh, I don't know about that. It's through. Well, it's too late. Oh, God. 
Turn it around. Turn it around. The bell is in the US military, the dust cell machine. The DSM is in the game. Yeah. I mean, we let Mission Impossible in so they can chill with Tom Cruise. They'll have a lot to talk about. What an interesting landscape you two are crafting. Oh, it's it's (laughs) landscape, hellscape. It's curation. Yeah. Well, this was enlightening. Mm. In more ways than one. I think we learnt a lot about you and your affiliation with... Certain groups. With certain, yeah, certain government bodies. Listen, anyone that knows me is that I am a communist at heart. Um, And when... seems very suspicious. Hmm. It sounds like something... And someone undercover deeply. Capitalist oh. imperialist would say, mm. in my humble no, opinion. No, 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 no. I am a proud communist. And when the revolution comes, I'll be fighting <laughs> on the side of the communists. Yeah. Too. Yes. Yeah, okay, yes. cool. Maybe you could do an acapella. Oh. Acapella group, like number four for the communists. <laughs> I think that would change hearts and minds. Yeah. Do you think Karl Marx would have been a pitch perfect fan? No, absolutely not. No. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we He would see them that. for what they are, which is what we've done here, which is what we've done here. Anyway, um, thank you so much for joining us, Fontaine. Thank you for having me. Where can our audience find you if they want to? Um, you can find me on Instagram at F-N-T-I-N-E. Fabulous. On TikTok at B, where I talk about books. That's pretty much it. Fabulous. And they can find you singing I Dreamed a Dream on the streets. Hmm. <laughs> Well, maybe they can find you doing that since you want to be Fontaine so bad. You want to be her so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was good to settle that score with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not over. It's not over. We'll be, we'll Watch be your back. back. We'll, we'll have you back. We'll yeah. get further yeah. into it, don't you right. well, um... Thanks for listening. I got my ticket for the long way. Oh. To the rescue. I, I don't know the lyrics. When I'm gone. Also, when I'm gone, when I'm gone, Katy Perry song. Goodbye. Anyway, bye.